just two huh yeah maybe like three or four it's hard to like figure out where on the yoked scale you really want to to be like i don't want to have to like look for bras you know like for bras for my pectorals but um Mm -hmm. well that was like well see the thing is that was the age though the age was arms and pecs you know yeah right i love the gym if you count the theater room where i get to ride it ride a bike and watch ghostbusters at the same time there you go that's probably pretty good (laughs) yeah all right, well then, welcome to Geek Squatch, where nostalgia finds a giant hairy beast and spits out a podcast about 80s and 90s nerd culture. All this beefcake talk uh, got us talking about some American gladiators, meatheads versus above-average Joes. Um, specifically, what we're going to do tonight, we're going to talk about the 10 things you forgot about the American gladiators. Uh, but first... Let's take a moment to introduce the rest of the cast, and we're going to talk about our favorite event Ooh. in the American Gladiators. Mr. Alex Hirsch, what was your favorite event? It's assault. There's not even a question about it. Right. Assault's it's assault, sweet. man. I mean, the, the, fact that, the fact that, first of all, there's a giant who stands on a hill and shoots you with a cannon is pretty good. <laughs> but the other half of it is that you have to make your way across a play field with various types of... They're kind of all just rocket launchers, except the crossbow. Shitty I mean, nerf guns. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're, yeah. They're all very bad nerf guns. Which I mean, some of you may know. I'm very super fucking into that. Um, so like, yeah, man, that's uh, that's great. I watched an episode of it uh, earlier where uh, the fucking sniper up on the rooftop uh, hit the crossbow as the dude was picking it up and trying to use it and disarmed the fucking crossbow. That shit was awesome. I was like, yes, yes, this is good. That's incredible. Look, yeah. Brandon Kramer, how about yourself? Um, I mean, I think everyone in the right mind goes for assault. Like, that's like, there's not another, I figured, I thought when you asked this question, you say, excluding the Eliminator and assault, because that's everyone's yeah, answer. Yeah, right. Um, Maze. I love Maze. I think that's fun. Um, watching okay. them kind of run through and then run into a random gladiator that kind of gets to shove them around for a minute just to slow them down, and then they still have yep. to figure out the, the end of this maze. That's always fun to kind of, because they always give you that cool top-down view where you can see them both running through and... You know the path they need to get to. Yeah, that's that's fun. I like that one. How about you, Mr. Caleb McAllister? Favorite uh, event? My favorite would have to be Joust. I mean, other than Assault. Okay. You know, uh, Joust it's is classic. good old. Yeah, it's a classic. It's gladiatorial, you know, goodness. It's got weapons in it. Um, I watched one where some dude, like, went three rounds with uh, with Turbo. I think it was Turbo. 
<clears throat> no, it was Jazz. Sorry. Three rounds with Jazz, which, the you know, he didn't have to do the other two, but Jazz was so mad that he didn't knock the guy down that he challenged him. And then Jazz lost his, like, one half of his stick, and then they, they did another one, and he lost another half of his stick, and they just called it at that point. They I thought they handed yeah. him, the, I watched the same click, I think they handed him the same stick and just tried to, like, put it back together. Oh, they tried to fix it. Held, <laughs> and he just held it the opposite way. I think yeah, I think the they only had, like, two sticks, yeah, like, I think in the was, whole run the of the show. Stick twice, yeah. yeah. So. For how cool of a concept, like surprisingly, the the equipment was pretty broke. <laughs> right, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> I think everything was kind of on a shoestring budget for that show. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, because they're probably constantly afraid of being sued. Well, there's that. Um, so I'm gonna go with Powerball. Like that looked like a like a ton of fun. Yeah. That's the one I probably want to do um, the most. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That would be the one that would to participate in, like with these running around the, with these giants trying to you know slam the ball into these little hoops. That and what was That'd the one amazing. that they called? What was it called? The one that getting like the big hamster ball and I have to roll it up on the scoring pads. Oh yeah, Atlas right. ball. Um, right? Is that what the, I'm thinking? Oh, that was the, sorry. That was the one I was thinking yeah, of when, was I said, when I said I wanted to do it. That's the one I want to participate in. Yeah. Yeah. Atlas ball. That Atlas sphere. Okay. Sorry. Atlas sphere. Atlas sphere. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. All right, we're going to talk uh, more events. We're going to be talking more American Gladiators right after this. We are back. Gladiator Arena, Los Angeles, California. More of our men's competition continues where George Blasius leads Chris Parisi 9-7, and George is up first in our next event. It's called Assault. Scoring for this event, a contender gets a single point for successfully firing each weapon, but the ultimate objective to get the target above the gladiator. Sounds easy, doesn't it, Mike? Except when you consider those tennis balls are coming at them 110 miles an hour. All right, before we line up for the Eliminator, let's talk quickly about what else was going on at the time. We're just going to be talking about TV, because this was on TV. Um, we had the likes, uh, let's see, we started back in, excuse me, let's talk about when we started American Gladiator, September 9th, 1989, um, and it's really hard to find TV ratings and, like, like when the shows were on, specifically, Mm because everybody was, you know, had different, uh, schedules and whatnot, but Roseanne was hot back in the day here, um, The Cosby Show, Cheers, uh, a different world, America's funniest home videos. Watch out for that. That's oh, in, like man. the top five here. That's yeah. crazy, man. God, we gotta do America's funniest home videos. Show God, only. YouTube just fucking yeah. killed that show, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <Fuck. dude. laughs> absolutely. You can watch America's funniest home videos that are uploaded like like forty a second or something on YouTube every day. Oh yeah, All the, like you see how these shows evolve though into other things. Like American Gladiators is like a Ninja Warrior today, right? America's oh, yeah. Funniest Home mm-hmm. Videos yeah. is like Tosh.0 today. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Uh, we got the Golden Girls. We got 60 Minutes. We got the Wonder Years. Empty Nest. I forgot all about that show. And something called Chicken Soup, which I'm not, not really aware it's of. It's for the soul, Colin. Mm-hmm. Oh, you okay. need some. Well, that could be it. actually it. It might be what it, what it was. It's on ABC. It's quite possible. Um, all right, so here we go. We're going to talk, aside of the TV, what else is on TV? We're going to talk specifically about the 10 things that you forgot about American Gladiators. So uh, we'll just do a quick synopsis. Actually, when I was trying to write, like, how do you explain, what's the elevator pitch for American Gladiators to add, like, enough detail but not make it sound like, well, there's just giant dudes yeah. and then, like, regular people and they're just, like, fighting. Like, there's, that's there's that's pretty much the elevator pitch. No, I think that's exactly what happened. <laughs> 
And someone's like, that sounds great. <laughs> yes. Sign me up for that. Um, so here's what I wrote for you all. Um, American Gladiators was a televised competition that matched two male and two female amateur athletes versus each other in events against the show's own gladiators. Events were mini-game contests of strength and agility that awarded points based on each athlete's performance. It didn't sound way too complicated. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, this uh, and, really probably is the legit uh, elevator pitch that you've got here. So, I mean, this is. I, it's, uh, and then an eventual winner would be determined based on their staggered timed performances in the eliminator. And that's key because you would get points throughout the show, but that would only um, allow the, the person with more points to, to go enter the eliminator first. Yeah, you you still start. had a shot yeah. no matter how bad you did. You could always catch up. But, you know, likely if you were, you know, five seconds behind, you're not going to catch up. So yeah, that that's kind of the basic the basic idea. Um, all right, let's jump into the the things that you forgot. Number, well, I'll go. I'm gonna go one to ten uh-huh. because you know my my bullet points didn't go in reverse. <laughs> um, number ten is most of the names actually are pretty cool. I think yeah, fuck yeah. There's there's some pretty good gladiator names in here. Um, let's just talk about the originals. I'm just gonna list them off. Uh, we got Malibu, Lace, Zap, Gemini, Nitro, Sunny, Blaze, Bronco. Um, that's it. <laughs> I for don't the remember first... Bronco <laughs> for the first wave. Oh, okay. We have, uh, yeah, Bronco was only it looks like a one-time deal. Yeah, he played. Um, Malibu got hurt. Um, Malibu was, was huge, um, but Malibu, Malibu got hurt. So oh, he used to do that big, the, like like the long blonde hair, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, gold, we have laser, uh, we have jade, titan, diamond, ice, thunder. This is great. Yes. Like, we're yeah. just naming superheroes. I was going to say, they all, sound, they all sound like fucking Transformers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, that's uh, where I leave off? Thunder, we have turbo. That's, that's, that's good. Turbo was a Storm. classic user for a while, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, turbo was in there for, for a haul. 90 to 96. Um, Storm, Tower, that's good for probably a tall dude. Um, Viper, Atlas, Cyclone, Electra, Lace, Havoc, Saber, and then Siren, which is interesting. Siren is the only deaf gladiator. Yeah, I remember that. I, th- I feel like, yeah. isn't that a weird name for a deaf gladiator? But I don't know. That works. That um, is interesting. Sky, Sky, Dallas, Dallas, that's kind of weak. Whoever came Ooh. up with that one, that one's bad. Hawk, Jazz, Rebel, Tank. There we go. Viper mm-hmm. and Flame. How did it take till season four to get somebody named Tank? Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they're pretty rad. You guys had any favorites in here? I was gonna say. I think it was. I want to say it was Titan that got kicked off because he bum rushed a uh, a ref because oh, really? one of the yeah one of the contestants was. It was during Cannonball, so it's the one where uh, the guys would mm-hmm. the, the contestants would jump and try to use their body weight to knock a gladiator off of a platform. And mm-hmm. one of the rules after like season three or something like that was <clears throat> that contestants couldn't kick out and they couldn't use their elbows to like push out either or their shoulders. Like they literally just, they just had, had to use like, their body weight. They had to use their body weight. So they basically the whole point of that was to get as you know central as possible and then hit people. Um, which is a lot harder to do when you're not like pushing them off with your feet. It was like if you watch early seasons of the yeah. show, that's what everybody did, and they were successful like 95 percent of the time. 
Um, and this dude kept cheating by like basically using his shoulder and like hitting tower in the face, you know? And at one point he thought he lost his teeth and they checked his, uh, his mouth guard. So it happened three times and every time the dude was cheating. And so, you know, the last time tower hits the ground after being knocked off and like starts running after the ref for, uh, for not <laughs> protecting him basically, <laughs> which I kind of get, you know, like you're, yeah, it's his body. He doesn't want to get his teeth knocked out. Uh, right. Right. And these are hyper competitive dudes and yeah, tensions are high at that point. Things involved yeah. besides just, you know, normal people. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's good. Anybody, Brandon, you got a favorite? Um, I mean the classic guys, the the Gemini and Nitro and and those guys for sure. Um, I think is Nitro the guy that was in every single season? There's there's one guy that well, was. That in... leads me into number two. So all right, we're going through the list here. That leads me into oh, actually number I don't two. Spoil one it. Gladiator competed. That's all right. One one Gladiator competed in all seven seasons, which I think is pretty impressive, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. these guys are giant and they're on steroids and you get hurt a lot when you're on steroids um and so yeah it was laser laser was the laser one not nitro that, okay so um, laser yep wow yep for all so there was 32 different um gladiators if you were keeping score at home when i was reading that off 32 gladiators 139 episodes that doesn't sound like it that's that's a pretty high attrition rate if you ask me yeah it's most only people 100. only lasted like two seasons on average yeah um, but laser, laser made it through. So laser, um, Jim Star was laser's real name. Um, yeah. And then, um, actually the opposite of that. So there was one female gladiator, Jade, that was just on for one show. Huh. Jade. Come on. Also, Jade. what we just named him. The other guy, Bronco was only on one show also. Yep. He was replacing yep. it for Malibu. Yeah. And then Jade was Yeah. He was just kind of like a, yeah. So but there was Jade. like backup gladiators that like. If these guys got hurt, they had backups. That's it. Right. That's something I'd never even considered, to be honest. Mm-hmm. That's, that's interesting. The fact that there's there are like bench warmer gladiators just out there, like let me in, coach. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like he's like in the locker room waiting to get put on. He's wearing that leotard, just like right. sitting stomping around. <laughs> uh, I think my favorite is Thunder. Like pretty, just classic shit. You know what I mean? Just th- th- Thunder's okay. a giant. You know what I mean? In all in all aspects, he's he's. Uh, super tall, super wide, super muscular, um, and he has pretty good mic skills. Like when he, when he, when they do let the gladiators talk, he's not awful, you know. And that's a good point. Like, so this isn't this actually is a sport. It's not like wrestling where you know they're they're obviously doing athletic things in mm-hmm. wrestling, but it, you know it's it's there's going by a script. This wasn't scripted right. at all. It was a scored thing. It was actually a, a competition. Yeah, I so think, these guys. Yeah, they tried to like set it forth as like an actual sporting event. Mm-hmm. But it's obviously had a lot more entertainment value as well. Like it was a good balance. Well, yeah, because Jim from accounting competes in it. You know what I mean? Like, right? Exactly. Yeah. But Jim from Jim from accounting's in shape. Yeah, like, yeah, they didn't yeah. Take people that were like, not in shape. Like you had to be in shape and some sort of an. Athlete are you going to talk? Are you going to talk on how you tried out for American Gladiators, or is that something you know? These are just, no. Everybody knows that. These are the ten things that you forgot. Oh, okay. Everyone knows how you tried out. Okay, my <laughs> yeah, bad. Exactly. I'm the idiot. That That's common knowledge. Come on. It. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I had to keep it to 10. We had to, we're trying to keep this show tight, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, my, uh, I think my favorite, I think my favorite is Turbo. When I was reading through that list, like, Turbo feels good to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's super cheesy, but super <laughs> 80s and 90s. It's great. I like he, was a, he was a class, he was around for a lot, too. 
he Turbo was, was around yeah, for a while. Yeah. yeah, I think Turbo was the one who punched a dude for uh, for breaking the rules as well. Oh yeah, on that um, one where they had to jump at each other on the bungee cords. Yeah, and do like juke, yeah. you weren't allowed to like juke the gladiator out, and he he jukes him out, and he did it. Yeah. yeah, he broke the rule twice. He supposedly didn't know the that rule, but uh, okay. supposedly. Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, um, you punched by Turbo. Yeah, I, rules, buddy. I super, I super <laughs> didn't like into into the later '90s. I didn't like when they started giving. Um, they tried to get the names a little more extreme. They're naming them things like AIDS and like knife. You oh. know, like that. That was a bad time. <laughs> that was that was a rough go. Oh, Dark yeah. time, but led to the eventual cancellation. Mm-hmm. Little known fact. Welcoming um, heroin to the state. Oh fuck! Come on, man. Really? <laughs> like, damn. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um, all right, number three. We're on to number three. Assault. Let's talk about assault and how awesome it was, but also how much it sucked and how much like you wanted it to be so much better. It really was anticlimactic every single time, wasn't it? Yeah, and it was it was so hard too because the resolution on these TVs that we were watching the shows on were so bad. Oh yeah, you can't you can't and, like, see you, could, these you balls couldn't coming. see the tennis ball that was flying at these people mm-hmm. at all. It was going way too fast. See um, the. The weapons were not well made, um, but it looks so, like so much fun uh, from a from you know a kid's perspective. Like, oh, that looks so much, like that looked great. Like, I wanted to set that up in my backyard and play that with my friends. Yeah, a lot of people did do that. I think I set sure. it up in my backyard. And we played for sure. Yeah, if you have Nerf guns and and friends, you could do mm-hmm. it. Um, I think I still think that a smart person, a smart a smart uh, prop designer or or producer or somebody would have painted those balls first of all not orange um probably like a yellow but even i would even go as far as to put like glow in the dark paint on it let's not pretend like that shit didn't exist because we all went to bowling alleys in the fucking 90s you know what i mean right. yeah um yeah. glow in the dark paint and then just have a fucking uv light inside the inside the tube or have them all sitting in a uv light when they're in that ring that ammo ring that magazine mm-hmm. just have them sitting with a mm-hmm. uv light man and then you'll everybody will be able to see them yep yep exactly and I like maybe like the paint idea. That'd be kind of cool. I don't know if they ever did that, but where it would actually leave a mark so you could see where it hit. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't think about. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Almost like a paintball thing. I was just saying to paint them so they're yeah. more visible. Yeah. Yeah, because every time that they get hit from like behind one of the podiums when they're shooting, like it's always argued. Like they'll oh you hit hit me I was hurt you know I was behind this thing and mm-hmm. yeah that definitely would have solved that problem. But yeah. Did that's... you guys watch the clip of the guy that got hit in the yeah. eye? He got no. hit in the right in the face. Yep. Yeah, it was great. Ooh, mm-hmm. Crushed his goggle and, and they, scratched his cornea. Well, and shit. they just had like sunglasses on, like weak ass. Um, the, like the eyewear was not very good. Like like <laughs> like like seventh grade shop glasses. Yeah, essentially <laughs> that's what they were wearing. That's really what they, they were looked wearing. like. They looked like Big Lots pool goggles to me, man. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> all I know is the all the, all the videos I watched, only one person. Uh, got the target on the bazooka. Everything, everyone else used the hand grenades. Like so, you're all the way up to the front at that yeah. point. And yeah, you almost never hit those other ones. There's no way to aim that shit. They're all just like, like I said, they're shitty Nerf guns. Like it is like the worst best event. Like it's the perfect way to put it because it was the most like entertaining whenever it would start. Like oh, this is awesome. Like shooting at this target as you're getting shot at, but it never happened. They never hit it unless they got close and like got to throw the hand grenades. There, um, the other thing is like, especially for those the the bazooka and like the the guns way in the back, is they were getting peppered so hard. Like a lot of times, people just like reached out for the trigger and just shot yeah. it so they could move on. Right. You because you have to get points right? actually try to, to aim. To yeah, on. you get points for shooting it. Um, right. Each one was one point. Exactly. So it comes a point so at which, like, okay, I'm probably gonna get hit. I'm not really good at aiming weapons, you know, like I don't I don't know anything about that. So I should just fire it well, that's, to get a point. Exactly. See, that's what I was going to say, and that's a big part of, I mean, the weapons were not probably built 
super great anyway because they're kind of ramshackle like game show things. Uh, but he also got to consider like, yes, all these contestants may be athletic or athletes uh, to some degree. But how many of them have actually ever fired a rocket propelled grenade from a shoulder mounted system? You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Nobody has practice for that shit. Yeah, exactly. Who's gonna Who's gonna get lucky and get that? Right. Oh, shot? I'm oh, sure thanks. Some I'm super way, glad but... you brought me in. I'm an expert crossbow hunter. <laughs> 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 what the fuck, man? Uh, all right, let's move on to number four. Speaking of events, um, there were only six six events that lasted the entire show. Um, we had Breakthrough and Conquer, which I had to look up, and I forgot about that one. That one's more or less like a one-on-one football run. Mm-hmm. I always um, like that one a lot, too. Yep. yep. That's the one where you have to go from, yeah, you have to go from, like, the zero line to the 50 and get through two gladiators? It was, like, no, 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 it was it's like just football. 30 it's just... yards, and they basically had to get yep. through one gladiator, not get tackled, and score a touchdown. They, they mm-hmm. were literally holding a football. Okay. And then, yep. and then the conquer part was they had the wrestling ring at the back that they had to wrestle the gladiator outside of the ring, or right, or the right, gladiator right. had to get, throw them. I guess the gladiator threw them out of the ring. It wasn't over though, right? They got to get back in and reset right. for like thirty yep. seconds. You had thirty seconds to wrestle the gladiator to try to get out of right. outside of the ring. Mm-hmm. So this was um, this is the one where I saw some dude do a front forward flip over turbo. Damn. To get yes, the, yeah. yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. the dude was like an ex stuntman, or actually, I think he was a current stuntman, and he just like runs straight on at Turbo, and Turbo's like, "I got this guy," and then he just pops over him like he's nothing. Some ninja shit, man. Natural twenty. Like on that the whole show check. stopped. The whole show just stopped, and like, and they all just came out, and the gladiators were like doing the the worship. You know, oh, you are, we are not oh, worthy. Yeah. <laughs> we are not worthy of this dude. It was great. It's awesome. So, breakthrough and conquer the wall, which is another great one. Joust, uh, assault. Powerball and the Eliminator. Eliminator. I mean, the Eliminator changed along the way, mm-hmm. but uh, that was obviously always at the end. So those were the six events. The Wall actually didn't debut um, until the second half of the first season. Um, yeah, we we pretty much talked about all those. So for, maybe this is the time to talk about the Eliminator because I don't think I have another stat. Yeah, on well, that. the, the Wall is a good a good uh, event also though. Yeah, that was like the yep. most tense event, right? Yes, especially if you had a guy who got a decent head start. And like mm-hmm. and would get up there, and, and those gladiators would catch them because so many, too many times, like they would they would struggle to get anywhere up there, and the gladiator would literally just jump and grab their ankle and pull them off. Right, like that mm-hmm. happened multiple times. But yeah, the times it was actual race, that got pretty tense. Like trying so to the, kick the, him off. Like I can't. That would be, uh, you know, pretty tense to be up there. The wall is that. the the wall climbing one. Just so that we're clarifying. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and yeah, you had to race up you before got like the gladiator a, pulls you off. You got like a 10-second head start, and then the gladiator would start climbing climbing behind you and try yeah, to pull you off. Yeah, it takes a lot of upper body strength to, the top. to climb Oh, that, God, probably. yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah, definitely one of the more intense ones. And then, uh, so Eliminator, you always line up, and you have to run up that the um, uh, treadmill, I guess, that's running backwards. And it feels like the, a lot of times I watched it, most people didn't have a problem with it. It looked really hard, but if you people were able to get up that pretty easily for the most part and then it's just kind of a series of events from there and they kind of changed along the way upper body um, bicycle was the next one mm-hmm. where you had to cross pretty far it was like 50 feet yeah um yeah maybe maybe it was 20 it always seemed like a lot larger as a kid then um, you had to run across the like the the logs that were spinning yeah. or whatever and then the bane of every fifth grader right oh, the <laughs> cargo the, uh, net yeah the cargo God, net, I hate right. cargo, cargo net was rough. passionately 
still to this day. And then um, you eventually get to a point where you have to run through a wall where there's gladiators waiting for you. So good. <laughs> That's probably my favorite part of that. Like, of almost every episode, the best part is them trying to deal with a gladiator hiding behind a paper wall. Yep. <laughs> and again, I saw this. I think it was the same dude that jumped over Turbo. Yeah. Like straight up jumped Just over. Left. That's what I thought you were gonna. That's what I thought you were talking about. Right. That was the greatest yep. thing. He jumps over uh, one of those uh, gladiators who's hiding behind the breakout wall, and dude, you can see it in slow motion. It's so great from the side, and he like he's he feels the dude coming up, and he like lunges forward, and the dude just like flies right over the top of him. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. so the girl, great. the the girl in the competition, uh, one of, one of the women in that same episode did the same thing. She jumped straight over. No oh, way. Jumped straight over her female her female gladiator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, nice. I bet they made that illegal after that. Yeah, I was going to say. That was like something, some scouting. People were like, well, I'm going to try this. Right. <laughs> and it worked out for, for one season. I mean, why not? It. Right, well, apparently exactly. uh, in the dude who did the assault one, the, he the first time he showed up on the show, because he was actually, he did that on a on a best of or whatever, like All-Stars episode. Uh, he asked the referee if he could do it, and he said no. And he said, well, I'm not going to ask this time. I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and there were some good finishes there at the end. We saw some good finishes where somebody came back from behind, you know, that was, you know, behind by a couple seconds and like struggled to get their way up. Oh, the other thing I want to talk about too was, um, with the gladiators behind the paper wall. So I, I remember seeing specifically some episodes where the gladiator would just pin the guy to the wall and like, wouldn't let him, <laughs> wouldn't right, let yeah. him move. And by that time you're so exhausted, like you can't do anything. Like you're just physically, you know, just just spent yep. and you've got a professional um, athlete that's like four times your size just like maybe you're not going anywhere buddy <laughs> yeah just waiting for you just like pushing you against the right. wall there were, sorry there were versions of it too where the ending was where they had to dodge that shitty styrofoam boulder wait also, yeah, that was dumb mm-hmm. like so dumb. guys american gladiators is one of two tales each episode is either one of two tales it's a tale of smaller folks getting back at the big the big bully jocks or it, or or it ends up being a tale of a bunch of fucking jocks just mutilating some nerds and that's either way that's a really fucking good show it's yep. really interesting to watch the dynamics on that show because you can tell like which guys the gladiators like and they're yeah. they might be tough on them but they're also pretty fair and then there's the uh-huh. ones where they just hate that yep. guy and they will wreck him yep. every time yep. it's great i love it and speaking from a guy that played sports, you know, perspective of a guy like you would, I was certain sports. I was a little, you know, mouthy or cocky. Um, but, but, but to the point of that, you're just saying is that if a guy wasn't respectful, um, and didn't follow the rules and he was cocky and arrogant, you know, the whole team would rally around and go after that. Oh yeah. Guy, or two guys or, or whoever else was mouthy. I became that guy so a lot. I became that guy a lot when I was playing <laughs> sports because I was, I would always, my, my goal every time I played a game, especially soccer was to always find one guy and make his life hell. And uh-huh. I got a little overzealous sometimes and would have like whole other teams whole sacrificing team now, plays yeah. to fuck me up. Uh, right. But you know, it was cool. It was a good time. It's all part of it, right? It's all part of it. Um, all right, let's move on. So number five, Johnny Ferrero. Um, probably none of us are really aware, but I just wanted to talk at least a little bit about the, the creation. So Johnny Ferrero is the original series creator um, and executive producer of um, American Gladiators. He was the um, owner-president of Floor John Films. Uh, he originally came up with the idea of American Gladiators in 1982, which... I think it's interesting because the show actually didn't get recorded and aired until 89. So he had been kind of working on this concept for, for a long time. 
Um, uh, he and a friend produced it uh, for a charity in uh, Pennsylvania, in Erie, Pennsylvania, um, and it featured men competing, you know, offbeat games against, um, you know, each other. Uh, he decided to turn it into a movie idea and try to shop that around, and the movie idea didn't work until he finally turned it into a, to the to the show that we know today in 1989. So finally got to a little bit of that, our classic Geek Squatch history of, of the there show. There you go. Um, have you guys heard about um, any of that? I don't know Johnny Ferrero specifically. Uh, Ron Ziskin looks familiar in here. Um, he produced. He was a producer um, at Samuel uh, Goldwyn Studios. Sam- Goldwyn um, probably is of MGM. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. He's probably yep. one of the the G, the G in the MGM, mm-hmm. or at least mm-hmm. a grandson of original Goldwyn. One of those guys. Yeah. But so um, little history. I had to, I'd include at least one boring fact. This did this um, record in Florida? I feel like this recorded in Florida. No, it was Hollywood. It was Universal oh, okay. Hollywood. Yeah. All right. Maybe I'm thinking of Guts. Was it, Guts filmed in Florida? Universal Holly- yeah, Guts was definitely in Florida at okay. the Nickelodeon Studios in Florida. And then, uh, yeah, this was in Hollywood. And then in um, it stayed in Hollywood. It went to Studio City and uh, City Walk. Yeah. I had a lot of flashbacks to Guts watching YouTube clips. Yeah. Of Guts. Yeah. I mean, Nickelodeon Guts was fucking American Gladiators for, for preteens. You know what right? I mean? For kids, yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. So good. Yo, what's um, up with that aggro crack, right, though? So, number six. <laughs> Christina Agrocrag was my favorite uh, pop star of 1995. <laughs> number six, um, I did, you know, <clears throat> I did a little research. Maybe I could have researched harder. I don't know, but I couldn't find any ratings on the show. <laughs> I don't know if you guys looked anything up, but it, I couldn't find specifically like how well it did. I mean, it ran long enough that you would think it did well, but like the um, the ratings that I was looking up online, I think it's because it was syndicated. And it was essentially mm-hmm. recorded, and then it was given to networks to just kind of air whenever they wanted to air mm-hmm. it. And so they, I don't think they really did a good job of, of measuring specifically. Like, you know, the, all the shows that I listed earlier, like the Roseanne's of the World and Cosby Show and all that sort of stuff, that was, that was tight, tightly um, measured because it was in primetime. Mm-hmm. And that's where all the big ad dollars were. Um, but when we were watching these shows, I mean, there were ads. There was like, uh, I mean, you know who it was targeted towards because you were seeing like video game ads and, and toys and cereal and all that sort of stuff. I remember it from Saturday mornings. Um, when did you, do you guys remember That's when funny. it was on in your area? Dude, I, I watched this show like all the time. I think it was on reruns on USA for years. I was going to say, I feel, I feel yeah. like that's exactly where I would have said, or maybe like a WB or something yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Something like that. It was an affiliate station. Yeah, that sounds right. I don't know. I, I don't um, specifically know what like certain times I was watching it at all. I feel like it was just something that you caught and and didn't change the channel on. Yeah, you know? this show this show went really off the it. air when I was ten years old. So like I yeah. you know, I remember I remember watching it as a kid. It was like I think I remember like staying mm-hmm. home from school and seeing it on during the day and shit like that. I don't know, man. I specifically remember it, and I've told this story before in the show. But I remember it would always air during my piano lessons. And I would always be pissed because as soon as my, as soon as I was up, like American Gladiators was just coming on and I had to go do piano lessons. Like, (laughs) oh, I want to watch this. How terrible. (laughs) And, you know, like, I don't think we had a VCR at the time or anything like that. So my only opportunity was like that one hour slot and I had to go be playing the piano. What a, what an absolute (laughs) night. We were cavemen. You know what I mean? (laughs) We were cavemen. Even the idea of recording oh, something physically with a VCR and having to have like set like like tapes and making sure they're rewound <laughs> and you're not recording over your mom and dad's porno mm-hmm. or something, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, right, yeah. God damn it! What a nightmare. Yep, so good. Technology 
was a weird thing back then. Um, all right, so number seven. This this one I thought was pretty interesting. The original award. Um, so the first half of the season was that the gladiators that won would then become a gladiator themselves. That's kind of cool. The contestant, if the the contestant that the, won, oh sorry, the contestant became, sorry, became gladiator. a yes, gladiator for a following season. Correct. But yes. that, that never paid off, right? No. Nope. No. But, I mean, think about that. If you're just competing and you're trying to get maybe a little bit of money or just like a little bit of fame or something like that, that's a huge commitment. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah like true. your your award is now your gladiator. I also think they realize that they're kind of the appeal of the show. The contestant was the appeal was the reason you watched and what you rooted for. But if that contestant wasn't going up against these massive dudes. These like bodybuilding mm-hmm. guys. Like if you started to replace those guys with now average Joes, it becomes mm-hmm. less appealing. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So they they realized they had to keep that gladiator thing separately from the average Joe thing. Plus, most right. of the people who were competing were not as yoked as these gladiators. Yeah, that's on, and that, yeah, that, yeah, that goes along just, with that same thing. Like, it's just, yeah. it's just no longer appealing once you get two or three of those dudes that are now gladiators. In other words, I don't want to see my well, mailman do that. I, I want to see somebody who's you know exactly. Yeah, I mean, in other words, it's gross. it's a it's a bad idea from top to bottom. I don't know how it was ever a thing because, like, okay, so like Colin was saying, you go to compete, you do this thing. Now you're no longer an English teacher. You're an American gladiator. Good fucking luck. Right. Um, but also, how do you keep that many people on payroll? How do you keep these people showing up in episodes? Right. And if you're not, if they're not working every day or every week, how are you keeping their like keeping their interest and keeping their commitment? You know what I mean? Like that's it's just a fucking right. bad idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, like an interesting concept to toss around and talk shit, shit in the bar. Yeah. yeah. Not, not well, the idea of being able to ascend it. because you did something good is like that's pretty cool, but it just it doesn't mm-hmm. work. You know. Well, they were almost treating it like a professional sport, whereas, like, yeah, that's the goal. It's like you practice and play against people and then finally become a pro, whereas, like, it's just, it doesn't translate in American Gladiators. No. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not a professional gladiator. But That would be, um, that would be the, cool on a business so they, card, though. That would be, <laughs> that would be Oh, cool. yeah. If I won American Gladiators, you would all would know about that. I would remind you every day yeah. of my life. Kayla McAllister, <laughs> you know, I won, gladiator. Right? No big deal. I won, right? Yeah, no biggie. Um, so they did give out cash prizes. Uh, first five season was a $10,000 cash prize um, for winning the first half of the season. Runners-up got five grand. So there's some cash, and that's that's better money back in that day than yeah, it is sure. now. Um, and then, uh, let's see, we, if you lost in the semifinal rounds, you were guaranteed at least 2500 bucks, And then the grand champions received $15,000. Uh, and the runners up were ten, so like there was some, they were tossing around some money. It was worth trying to to compete. You know that, that was that was the carrot for to get people to actually sign up for the show. Is hey, you can win some money. Right. Um, you think you're a good athlete? Come on our show, and we'll t- <laughs> we'll let you get the shit beat out of you yep. <laughs> by giant men. Hey, sign this waiver. Sign this waiver. There's a fucking slim chance you might win twenty five hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, you, you might go blind in one eye, but whatever. You can at least. Maybe not pay for right. it. <laughs> you can remind all your friends that you won mm-hmm. all the time. That's right. I want to talk. I want to talk about these uh, rewards right. from the first two seasons, Colin. What's that? The reward. Right. Uh, Chevy Cavalier. Your next. Your next. Your next point. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you want to talk about? I, well, I just. I just wanted to point out that I drove. So the funny thing is, I was watching uh, a clip from an episode from one of these earlier seasons, and they were talking about the. Uh, the Caprice, which is sort of their um, – at the time was Chevy's luxury model, I guess. I'm not a car guy. 
Uh, but in one of them, they were like, you could win a 1990 Chevy Lumina. And I had one of those. Uh, and they were, that was a very fucking cool car. The gas tank, the gas gauge did not work in it. Uh, this oh, was like no. 2007. You know what I mean? So it's like, it might be, it might've been old. Uh, but the gas gauge, gas gauge did not work. So I just knew that you have to fill up. You had to set that trip meter, man. You got to fill up every 200 miles just to be safe. Cause you never know. <laughs> it was a great ride, man. Ooh, that'd be rough. That would be rough. Yeah, so they have cars, and then we have, like, a, a club med vacation that they dangled out later in. So there was always something, you know, get that, that Lumina. Get that, get that get that champagne Chevy Lumina, baby. <laughs> get that Cavalier. Watch out. We got a Blazer in there. It's pretty sweet. Um, all right, so number eight. Oh, I totally Back forgot about eight. this. I'm so excited about it. This one's a weird one, though. So the, fir- so the, so the first pilot season was a little bit different. Um, they actually, I don't think I have it in here anywhere else, but the, the arena was shaped like a gladi, like the old Roman mm-hmm. gladiator arenas. Um, and the referee was wearing an executioner <laughs> costume. <laughs> I love that. Uh, I remember the, seeing a few of these episodes and it's, it's yeah, it's just totally, it, it's weird. Yeah. You just know that it's a, a completely failed idea as you're watching it and that it didn't continue. But yeah, I've absolutely seen a few of these episodes where you have this executioner dude. Like, I feel like he wasn't like on an, on the floor referee. He was just kind of like a, like a prop referee. Like he was just, yeah, I was going to say side. there's this conversation where he's like, Hey guys, um, I'm having a problem here. Like I, I can't actually I can't see, see anything. Um, <laughs> hey, so I can't, like, I'm unable to referee. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to bring this up, but it kind of is an important part of my job to see things, you know, as they happen. Um, I mean, it's gonna make it a little awkward. I mean, I'm gonna do it because you know you guys are paying me, so <laughs> I'm not gonna turn this down. I'm not going back to the Shonies and go back to you know waiting tables again. But you know, uh, it could be a problem. <laughs> uh, so they it did eventually cut that. Um, that didn't work out so well. Good choice. Um, then they they handed over the keys for the referee. So they they actually used some NFL referees. Um, Bob McElwee, I think I'm saying that right. I do remember his face. I watched a lot of a lot of football back in the day, so he was a uh, one of the best NFL referees back in the time. So they got him included, and then um, they handed off to Larry Thompson. Um, if you guys watch the shows, you probably at least know that name or or remember him. Um, also, uh, he was a college football referee back in the day. Um, yeah. The executioners that's just that's amazing so good um, yeah i feel like, i feel like back- the original vision for american gladiators probably wasn't the best like wasn't the best business idea for a show but was dude that that could be the coolest thing you'll ever watch like just what right. a what a circus you know what i mean <laughs> like, right oh i love it i love it so much i realize i just stole all of number nine which I didn't yeah mean, number so number nine didn't mean to go, do number that. nine we've we've teased it already so Every once in a while, there was an occasional scuffle. We really talked about that, uh, about all the uh, competitive juices flowing and maybe some people not playing by the rules. Um, mm-hmm. But there was a famous, um, we talked about the the uh, cannonball where the guy was um, knocking Titan off. He was, he was not uh, obeying the rules. Um, there was a Powerball fight. I don't know if you guys saw that one. The one with Gemini, um, right? Yeah, with Gemini. So that was another good one where um, one of the guys, I think he was kind of cocky to begin with, um, but he was getting on one of their nerves, and then I think the guy gave him a little like a little extra something after he tackled well, him. He and threw then, the, he and then threw the he power threw ball the into the back power of Gemini's head, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then Gemini essentially just 
tracked him down all the way across <laughs> across the field of play and just tackled him into the sidelines to the side it was great if there's one thing that the 80s taught me is like you don't piss off a black man with a mustache because oh, nope. they're very powerful yeah that mustache just takes they, all they the power are all apollo creed exactly <laughs> they're all apollo creed and carl winslow <laughs> <laughs> hey, but real though, I, w- I wouldn't want to fight Carl Winslow. You know what I mean? No, no, he's got that Batman rage. Yeah. No, that Batman no. rage is that's legit. I mean, the guy, the guy, the guy's legs are got to be like tree trunks. Got to carry on that belly. You know what I mean? And bless Carl Winslow, by the way. Whoever played, whoever played him, I forget the guy's name, but good guy. Uh, hey, he's a sweetheart. He's a sweetheart man. Terribly can't remember his name right now. So the final thing that we've alluded to, number ten, we're gonna get there. We're finally there. Um, let's talk about some steroids. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> let's do. I don't think these these gladiators got that that yoked. Oh, you're trying to, are you, are you trying to say they ain't natty, bro? You trying to say these ain't natty boys? Um, <laughs> uh, so the uh, late '80s, early, and I'm sure I'm sure it was rampant. You know, before. Oh, that nobody it was knew. Just starting to become like people, maybe a little bit aware, and you know, everybody's most people are familiar with kind of the the steroids in baseball. Mm. Um, kind of towards the end of the '90s, early 2000s. Um, Who was the guy? But it was starting, you know, starting to get a little out of control right around in this area era. Um, and Nitro, um, he wrote a book, a tell-all book, um, in 2009. So the, the actually the the show relaunched in 20, 2008, and I, I didn't watch it. Did you guys watch it at all? There's like I did. I watched every episode of it. Did you? Mm-hmm. Was it two all seasons, right, Brandon, so, or just one? There were two seasons. I loved okay. it. I watched Did you? solely for um, the the Gladiator Crush, Gina Carano. Gina Carano, and yeah, it was yeah. That's why I so was hot. Swing. Sure. I shut. I I, um, I drew the blinds and put on American Gladiators. Oh boy, oh I, boy. I still do that for her. So you that's know. weird. You, and you just watched her, right? You just fast forwarded through the rest. Essentially, yeah. No, no. It was actually, <laughs> I actually liked it. Um, Lena Ali, um, Muhammad Ali's daughter, was one of the yeah. hosts. Um, Hulk right. Hogan was like a producer of it, I believe, and he he like introed the very first episode, and then ne- was never and never showed again. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. it was it was it was interesting. It was it was fun. But at that point, I remember like coming out, but I never watched it because I was uh, you know I'm doing the show because I remember it fondly, but I never. I never actually sat down and watched the whole show. Was that show like we kind of mentioned it early on? But like it, at this point, it's kind of been replaced by uh, American Ninja Warrior. But even back mm-hmm. then, in two thousand eight, that was still being played on like G four. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say Ninja Warrior was around the original Ninja Warrior. Yeah, the Japanese version of it. Yeah, and I think that people would just rather see things like that than uh, than this. Show. Do you guys remember the um, the Japanese show that they played reruns and they did the voiceover? Most on? extreme elimination on, like, challenge. Yes. Yeah. So that was that got popular in the kind of the mid two thousands, um, and then they did Wipeout. I think yeah, Wipeout's definitely in that vein for sure. Mm-hmm. So more it's of a comedy, more of your together. average Joey people, but mm-hmm. yeah, there was a um, a similar show where everyone was on unicycles. And they had to go through a, a – it was a Japanese show, obviously, because you know, anything <laughs> yes. having to do with – Yeah, obviously. of course. Of course. Um, but I loved watching that because, uh, first of all, like how many people know how to ride a unicycle? Like exactly, they must have exactly gathered 12. everyone. Yeah, all, everyone <laughs> from around the world that knew how to ride a unicycle was on this show. Um, and second of all, it was insane because most of the time they were, had to hop. Like they weren't actually like – I mean they were riding it, but they were hopping along like on little tiny pedestals. It was amazing. 
I gotta there's find a, show. There's a Netflix original show called The Beast that's basically American Ninja Warrior also. Like, it's just a different concept. It's American Ninja Warrior, but every contestant is uh, Brock Lesnar. Yes. That's all we got from steroids to unicycles. That's that's how good. And then back are. to and then back to steroids with Brock Lesnar. We're good. We're fine. Exactly. Oh, it was the unbeatable Banzuki. That's what it was. <laughs> totally forgot about that. Um. So they they relaunched the show and to, to where I was going. They relaunched the show in t- 2008. Um. But Nitro c- tried to capitalize off of that, so he did a tell-all book in 2009, talking about um all the roids and the the rages and um, all the business behind the scenes. From the original Gladiators, um, I'd love to. Nitro seemed like a good guy. He was doing a video. He did actually. There's a website you can go find. It's still live, and it's just oh, it's just it's amazingly designed. It's like classic. It's almost like er, uh, late or early '90s design, but they launched it in like 2008. <laughs> um, so you can go and check out check out what they they launched along with the new show. It does still, require some, flash player. So if, you know, if you want to install that monstrosity on your computer, go to that website. <laughs> uh, Right. You could follow you could follow that up by going to albinoblacksheep.com and watching some of the funniest videos made by people on the internet. <laughs> um, I don't know if we recommend that or not, but you know. <laughs> that wasn't an official endorsement. That wasn't an official endorsement by Geeks. I don't think I've ever done anything official, honestly. I don't know. I don't know. I'm really not sure what the word means. I just say it sometimes. <laughs> um. So yeah, if you have fond memories of the American Gladiators, go check out. Go check. There's lots of good stuff on YouTube. You don't have to. I mean, you can find the stuff, and it's actually officially on the, the American Gladiators website. So you can go check out the old school stuff. I'm sure there's DVDs and videos, and maybe it's still on syndication somewhere. Um, but go go have a look and go go back down memory lane. It's it's a it's definitely a good time. I would recommend it. I had a lot of fun. I wonder with it. if this is on like the Game Show Network on reruns. Actually, oh, that's a good point. Yeah, maybe it's gotta be somewhere. Hmm. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it's out there. I'm sure it's out there. Go check. Go check your local listings. That's not a thing anymore. No, is it? no, absolutely no, not. That doesn't not exist. <laughs> I want to announce my uh, the first episode of my podcast, uh, all about the unbeatable Bonzuki, uh, <laughs> that will premiere in a month on the Ninja Pancake Network. There you go. One yeah, I, I call it, shop it a little one bit. Wheel, I call it one will. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Yeah, exactly. I want to meet. You know, I want to meet the. I want to meet the three people who own a copy of Nitro's Tell All Book, sold in two thousand and nine. I want to. I want to meet the guy who was like walking <laughs> through a Books a Million, who number one cares enough to be in a Books a Million to buy a book, right? Like he's like this person's gonna read, and sees that on a shelf and is like, "Oh fuck yeah!" Like <laughs> here we go. I need that Gladiator dirt. <laughs> I, I gotta know. Who, I gotta know who owns this book, man. <laughs> I'm sure you could get it on like on eBay for like a dollar right now. Oh, yeah, probably. I want the Audible version. You know what? <laughs> yes. You know what's amazing? Speaking of gladiators, before we go, I um earlier today was searching for the um for the name of the assault challenge, right? Because I'd forgotten it. Uh, so I'm doing doing some googling. I'm American Gladiators tennis, and the autocomplete was like tennis ball like gun for sale right no way <laughs> and i was like fucking what apparently people apparently there are people who own those guns somewhere which is very cool oh. are the official props i believe i believe so nice. um there's also there are also apparently ways to make your own to which point i again have to just say buy a nerf gun dog it's just like they have that gun <laughs> that gun exists there's yeah. 800 <laughs> models of that guns on the shelf this is 2017 it's not that hard anymore yeah all you need is an air compressor and a Nerf gun, and you can kill a child. I promise. Oh boy, <laughs> we do not condone any so children Nerf killing. Nerf guns are still a thing. Are Super Soakers still a thing? Hell yeah! I almost bought some yesterday. Okay, 
because it's the end of I'm summer, totally man. Off topic, but hey, just, by the way, anyone listening to this show when it comes out in a timely fashion, um, hit up your local targets and Toys R Us's and stuff because summer's ending, right? We're heading towards fall. Super soakers are like seventy percent off everywhere. Go crazy, man. Ooh, good reminder. Stop, stop, put put them, put them in the closet. Pull them out next year for the last day of school if your kid gets good grades, right? Pull them out at the end and be like, I got you these for this summer. He doesn't know you paid four bucks for them. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right, let's get out of here. Let's go do some crypto geekology, see if uh, we can let Heather... Wait, we beat Heather. We beat beat her last week. Let's see if she can... uh, She's trying to stump us now. Yeah, we crushed it last Mm. week, man. That's right. We'll check with you after this. All right, enough of those meatheads. We are back, and we're here to talk about some crypto geekology tonight. Again, Heather Spencer is our special uh, Alex Trebek. She's going to be taking us through some 20 questions. Heather, take it away. Well, I'm very excited to be back. I hope it doesn't go as horribly as last time. (laughs) It was great. What are you talking about? Yeah, Um, we, we nailed that. It was perfect. We're going to go with a television show. Ooh, okay, okay. And starting with Alex. Oh, good. Hey, um, hi, everyone. Let's do this. Uh, did this television show come out after January 1st, 1990? No. Ooh, an 80s show. 80s show. She's already, going for, she's already going for the... Yeah, exactly. Is 80s that, are rough. Am I next? Yep. All right. Is this considered a situational comedy? Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, does this situational comedy uh, is it is it centered on a nuclear family? As in mom, dad, and two point eight three children. <laughs> no. Okay. Non-nuclear. Hmm. Punky Brewster comes to mind immediately. Um, hmm. Is this what did this sitcom? Do you have it up on your phone just to look up? Did this sitcom run over five years? Mm. <laughs> Alex is making faces. This is great because she's got to look it up. He's trying not to look at the I'm phone. guessing this is like a short run. You short said run five series. years? So it's, a sh- it's probably a shorter, yeah. More yes, than five years. Five years. Ooh. Ooh, wait, okay. five, five so or more. right on. Okay, all right. It's probably right on. So it's five years. Okay. Five years. What was the name of that? That's that's significant. That's a well-known. Punky Brewster, Mm -hmm. I think, ran pretty long, so. Yeah, I mean, Mm. non-nuclear family stuff can be like Charles in Charge and and Who's the Boss, too, that kind of stuff. Yep, 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 yep. Cheers. Uh, Mm -hmm. So it's my turn, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep, okay. Uh, Did this show feature a uh, female as the main character? Yes. Ooh. Uh, Blossom. Comes wow, on. that's. Uh, wow. I think that was. Was that in the late nineties? Late eighties, probably. Late eighties. Yeah. Okay. Um, what's the one with the little girl who's the robot? Oh man. Ooh. <laughs> what is that? What? There you is one that? too. The little girl. My little wonder. Good. I think. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's weird. That's super. That's... You think that went five years though? That probably didn't go. No, five I think years. it went two. I think it's like a two season, yeah. three season. Okay, yeah. so. The f- so the a female is the main lead. So you're talking about Blossom for sure. Murphy Brown, Murphy Brown, um, Murphy Brown. Okay. Um, is Murphy the female Brown. is the main female lead 
a teenager? No. Okay. That definitely lends me to think this might be Murphy Brown. Um, is the lead a reporter? <laughs> no. Ooh. Oh, boy. Hmm. Oh, man. Um, is the main setting, I know it's not nuclear family, but is the main setting in, in like, a, a, a home? Yes. Okay. Hmm. Roseanne. Ooh, ooh, facts of life. <clears throat> okay. Facts of life. Oh shit! Those, those oh, wait, are Roseanne was women. nuclear family though. Ooh, Roseanne. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was okay, nuclear. That's, that's nuclear. nuclear though. That's, that's nuclear. true. You're you're right. You're right. Shit. Facts of Life definitely is not though. I've never seen Facts of Life. What Facts of it? Life like went a, to nine like, seasons, dude. It's, it's like I'm a girl boarding school or something like that. Yes. Like, what is that? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. All girl boarding. school? I was totally a Joe. <laughs> definitely a Joe. I feel like she wouldn't have given us that if she if it was Facts of Life. You kind of have to eliminate it though. I mean. Uh, okay. I, I have no clue how we would do that, so I'll leave that to you guys. Um, I will say, did this show... Shit. So, was it a house? Was it situated around the house or not? Yeah. Okay. It's in a house, and Facts of Life did take place in the house. Yeah, it was like... I'll just point that out. All right, well, okay, so I'm just going to say, because I have to throw a question out here, and I don't really know what to ask. Um, So what I'm going to say is, did the show premiere after fucking January 1st, 1985? No. Oh, look at it. Okay. okay. Oh, early. So it didn't Oof. flow into the nineties then. No, it, it might have flown. Most likely it not. might have gone into the. In, well, I feel like she pretty Most much told not. us it was five. But years. it's early eighties start, so we kind of know the era. Um. Okay. So early eighties start. And is it adult woman? Is it's, the main? Yeah. We ruled out teenager. Because the yeah, main. Which, I don't know. If... In 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 that was the headmistress lady, and I can't. I can see her face, but I can't think of. Her you think name. You'd, you think she'd consider her the main character? Oh, she's definitely tech. She's technically the main character. Yeah. Yeah. A family guy always references her and her liver spots. Mrs. G. <laughs> Mrs. Garrett. Mrs. Garrett. Wow. Mrs. Mrs. Garrett. Garrett. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they made a float out of her bosom. <laughs> That's right. <I> <laughs> oh, yeah. Only only Seth MacFarlane would make like obscure references exactly. to right? uh, ridiculous. to that sitcom. What's a good qu- okay? What's a good question then? So. So we have, I mean, we got it narrowed down pretty good. We we'll just ask if Family Guy parody their bosom. <laughs> That's a good question, actually. Um, I mean, you, she's not going to give us that clue and that be the answer. I don't it's know. Facts of life. Trying to trick us. She's just, eliminated facts of life for us. I don't. You want me to do so, it dude. like no, that? We have, to, we have to do it. Did Family Guy use a parody of <laughs> this show using the teacher's bosoms? Is it most bosoms? No. Is bosoms oh, a plural? Okay. That's not a plural. Oh, is oh, it? oh! I thought of another one. I thought of another one. Uh, it could okay. be designing women, right? Is that eighties? That that went into is the nineties for uh, sure. Have we talked about uh, yeah. that show? We've talked. I that was say, late though. That was late nineties. I want to say that probably started in like eighty eight and went into the, went into the nineties. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So early eighties. Oh wait a minute! You asked teenager. Yeah. Isn't it's... Punky Punky's not even a teenager yet? Yeah, that's yeah, true. She's technically I say, I uh, a youth. Said kid. I should have said kid. Yeah, that's uh, that's okay. Is the main female lead of this show adopted? 
No. Okay. Unless so I not... miss some major plot point, absolutely not. So like, wait a minute, like wait legally adopted? <laughs> wait That's not Punky second. Brewster. Wait, wait a, a minute. second. That doesn't necessarily eliminate Punky nope. Brewster. I have an uncle who was a bit All right, had hold a bit on, part in it. two Punky Booster episodes. I guess I should have said a ward the, of someone or something like that. Did the lead own a dog? There wasn't a specific role around a dog. I don't think there ever was one on the show. Okay, so that's Punky's gone then. Okay, yeah, she had a dog. I can't remember the Man. Name, but yeah. Well, guys, I have no fucking clue. I'm We're lost. On question too. 13. <clears throat> wow. Okay. Wow, five years sitcom in the '80s, like it's something we've heard of. Yeah. Oh, um, what was the one that was in Minneapolis? I can't remember. Was that in the '80s? Minneapolis. Um, the she was she worked uh, she was a for the news reporter. We haven't eliminated Mary Cheers. I do have we to just point asked that out. We asked if was she was a 70s? reporter already. No. Yeah, we asked if she was a reporter. Okay. Cheers. Uh, show, show. I forget what her profession is. I don't think Cheers. Yeah. She would have said the main character is a female. Main character in Cheers is is dancing. That's true. That's true. Hmm. hmm. Well, where do we and go from and here, boys? A, and it's a house based. It's like a. It's based around like the home life. Good point. Good point. Oh right. Yep. Yep. Uh, point. A fucking five year plus sitcom. Yeah. You know, like I'm with the female lead in the like house. The, there's there can't be a lot of those. <laughs> Yo. Yo, what if this is fucking Mama's Family? When did that come out? Oh, I love that show. That's a great show. Uh, that is early 80s. And it is Are in the house. Golden Girls? Oh, shit. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, okay. Excellent. Those are two excellent things we need to eliminate. Uh, okay, um, so is the is the, uh, is the main... Fuck, how am I going to get... How am I going to do this? Um, <laughs> is, is the main <laughs> character you... geriatric? Just say that. Yeah, I was going to say, is the, main, is the main character geriatric? Is she old as fuck? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So it's either it's either one of those two things. Uh, both of them take place <laughs> in the house. <clears throat> if you want to eliminate, if you want to eliminate Mama's family, you could just ask, "Are they Southern?" <laughs> uh, you could eliminate Golden Girls by asking whether or not uh, Betty pa- or Betty White is in this. <laughs> is Betty Page in this show? Betty Page is yeah, Betty is. Page in this <laughs> show. Um, did did the sitcom star Betty White? Yes. Yes. All right. Good job, guys. Got it. Good job, man. Uh, so can I take it? I don't think I've taken a yeah, win in a while. Uh, is this Golden Girls? Nope. <gasps> oh, oh no! What? what? Wait a second. Didn't do enough. Since you did the ultimate question, is it over? It's over. Yeah, yeah it's, it's over. over. Guess That's what, guys? It. Guess what? Betty what White is also starred in Mama's Family. She did not. Yeah, she did. Didn't. She and Rue McClanahan. No, I was I was almost gonna throw it out there. Just no, happened. I gotta I gotta look at her. I gotta look at her filmography. She's on there. Betty White is in Mama's Family, eighty three to (laughs) ninety. I hate this show. I think this is the dumbest sitcom. Well, like, all right. I, like, I knew I, you so guys were going to go with Betty we White. Broke, okay, number one. We broke. <laughs> I thought, I, I 100% thought this was like a show from like the 70s. Like, I really did. Yeah, if you look at the black and white picture on Wiki, it definitely looks like 70s show. And Betty White is 100% in this show. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
Wow. I didn't realize so she was in both. Otherwise, I would have totally paused. Look, I wouldn't have asked that question. I'm like, like shaking because I thought you guys were going to freaking get it again. <laughs> I like, <laughs> My sister, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you a quick story. My sister loves both those shows. She owns all the seasons of Golden Girls. I bought her at least two. And I think if if she knew, if Mama's Family is out on DVD, she owns that as well. Like she will literally watch like that all day long, both of them. So. I love those shows, and uh, also Designing Women, stellar show. <laughs> I love that show. A very progressive show for its time period. The one main character is still alive. She's currently doing like medical awareness videos. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Still kicking it. All right. Well, so technically, we did break Heather's streak because yep. we won last week, but yep. now she's starting a new streak. So we'll see see what happens. Wow. Got a little ahead of ourselves that time. Nice work, Heather. Man. Yes, yep. I knew it was going to come down to Betty White. <laughs> <laughs> Man, crazy. All right. Well, that does it for Thanks, another guys. episode. Thanks, Heather. Um, let's get out of here, right? Uh, okay. We are Geek Squatch is a part of the Ninja Pancake network of podcasts, audio, listening books. Um, other what self res was a show. Destiny two's out pretty soon. What we're doing an thing? episode. We're recording an episode tomorrow. So by the time people get this, okay. it should also be in their feed. So if you subscribe, subscribe to both, which you should, you will be able to listen to my dulcet tones twice on Thursday. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, they also do other shows. Loot shoot lane and the flux cast are a couple others. Check out Ninja pancake. Thank you to speaker freaks for the geek squatch theme. Uh, check out their music at speakerfreaks.com. Uh, subscribe to All Things Geek Squatch by typing in Geek Squatch and then subscribing to us. Uh, we have Twitters and we have websites and emails. Uh, the email is podcast at geeksquatch.com and Alex will be checking that for uh, and responding with something very funny, very witty. <laughs> oh, shit. Can, okay. I want to shout <laughs> out to uh, on. Nostalgia, Nostalgic <laughs> 80s on Twitter has been like tagging us and a whole bunch of stuff and we really yeah. appreciate their mm-hmm. uh, their support. So yep, uh, keep that up, and hopefully we can get more ear, into more ear holes that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should, we should, right. we should hit, hit them up for a collab, man. For sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We will do that. Um, all right, let's just do some Twitter handles when we get out. Uh, Alex is at W.A. Hirsch. Brandon is at Sesame Seed 01. Uh, Caleb is at Caleb MCC. Heather is not. Uh, she's just a creeper Twitter person, so don't even try. And yeah. Colin, the host, is at Perkline. Um, yeah, ready? We gotta go line up and do the eliminator right now, right? That's right. Yeah. Let's go. Oh, God. I'm tired just thinking about it. <laughs> that looks exhausting. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, starting off with that treadmill going backwards, man, that thing that's, is just, Yeah. Oh, Are you kidding me? Fuck oh, off. That's all I did. <laughs>